at its very heart, life-changing ministries is a family. And we'd like to extend our condolences to the Clements and the Rodriguez families that are here with us today. Everyone here knows and loves Mario and Alicia. Of course, Abriana, Olivia, Annie, and Valerie have been a part of our lives four or five, six days a week for so long. But some of you may not have been fortunate enough to know how blessed Eliana is to be loved by Mario's father, Don Clement, as well as John and Sophie, Mario's sister and brother-in-law. Eliana was fortunate to have Alicia's parents' love, Freddie and Patricia Rodriguez, as well as Alicia's siblings, Alfredo, who helped us build this church, Orlando on the front row, and Norma on the second. We can only imagine how Ellie's 16 cousins that are with us today will miss her. While this is a day that we certainly grieve, it's a day of celebration as well. Because Eliana was blessed by God with life. Some would see what we do as irreverent. They think it's not appropriately sympathetic. I want to assure you we feel the same loss as everyone else when there is death. We've just received a hope that the world at large has yet to acknowledge. And that hope is an anchor for our soul. And we choose to look in the face of this monster and say, we will not participate with you. In fact, 1 John 3, 8 says, the reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. So if you see this day as a great tragedy, I'm not going to agree with you, but I am going to challenge you. Perhaps you should get on the side of the Lord doing his work. Then this day has very special meaning. But don't sit in hypocrisy and both cry as if there is no hope and participate in the enemy's plan. The very best way to honor this little girl is with repentance and a life that honors God. In Genesis 2, verse 7, it says, The Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being. Eliana was breathed into by God from the moment of conception. And her little life and story was attacked from the moment of conception. We're told that because her heart stopped beating, that her life no longer exists. But this is not what the gospel says. In Mark 12, verse 26, it says, Now about the dead rising. Have you not read in the book of Moses, in the account of the burning bush, how God said to him, I am the God of Abraham the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living. I want to tell you that this little girl is very much alive. Her hard journey is over. And ours continues. 
So today is a day that we can consider both the blessing that was her life and also how we continue ours because our journey continues. This is the first of two services today to honor Eliana's blessed life. The first will focus on the life that she's already lived. Our graveside service will focus on the life that she still has left to live. Consider this verse from Micah. It says, Do not gloat over me, my enemy. For though I have fallen, I will rise. Though I sit in darkness, the Lord will be my light. This is not the end. This is a temporary pause. God breathed into Eliana Eden Grace Clement at the moment that Mario and Alicia conceived her. And we are thankful for that life. We have a few slides that we want to show you today. Just as a way to guide our celebration of her life. I'm also going to give you the opportunity to share memories and share thoughts. Don't be shy. This day, it's for those of us who are here. Can I assure you of one thing? Eliana has not one problem at this point. She's not struggling to breathe. She and the little girl that I love very much, Hadassah, are holding hands in the presence of the Lord right now. If you are tempted as a Christian to think, I just don't know if I can take this. I don't know if I can go through this. If you're in Christ, not only can you go through this, you can go through anything else that the devil pushes your way. We have been doing it for millennia, and we are not beaten yet. This is not a day that we are beaten. This is a day that we look in our enemy's eye and we smile. We smile because we know that this is not the end. And then when we look at each other, we cry because we don't get to hold her the same way tomorrow as we did last week. But those tears are mixed with joy that her pain is over and we will be reunited again. If we could keep these slides up one at a time. Look at little Annie. Annie ran from me every time I tried to hug her in church. Eliana seemed to enjoy me holding her. So she was my favorite. I want to show you how the pregnancy began. This is uh, Alicia being Alicia. She got her little princess hat on, celebrating. There are a few women in the church that are still scared of Alicia. She one time threatened to cut somebody in the parking lot. But those of us that know Alicia well know that this is the true Alicia right here. Mario and Alicia received very bad news at about this stage of the pregnancy. And they were told, your little girl will be born without a nose she won't have ears. She will have clubbed feet. She'll have rocker hands. Uh, she will be deformed so badly that you should probably terminate your pregnancy. Mario, in his quiet and gentle manner, said no. He went home and he made scripture cards. And for every deformity that they said that the baby would have, Mario had a verse 
For instance, in 1 Peter 2, 24, He Himself bore our sins in His body on the tree so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. By His wounds you have been healed. When they told Mario that his baby would be born with grotesque deformity, Mario stood and said, My king is able to heal her. We did it almost every service. He had a card for her ears, a card for her eyes, a card for her hands, a card for her feet. Nobody thought that she would make it out of the womb. The day that we were at the hospital, they tried to prepare Alicia for the fact that her baby would die in utero. Brave woman that Alicia is, she smiled and said, My Lord will seed me through. The next slide is the baby born. And it's not that she was not born with problems. Obviously she was. But there was also a perfectly formed nose, perfectly formed hands, perfectly formed feet. And by the way, regarding born with problems, there are a lot of glasses in this room. Who's not born with problems? She was given life. Despite all the naysayers, God granted Mario and Alicia's prayer, and he brought Ellie into this world. And she's beautiful. In our next slide, notice her feet. That's a perfect little foot. It wasn't clubbed. It wasn't deformed. We were told there was no chance. A board of seven doctors sat and explained to us that there was no chance this could happen. But our God was faithful. It reminds me very much of something that Job said. My feet have closely followed his steps. I have kept to his way without turning to a side. I have not departed from the command of his lips. I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my daily bread. I watched Mario and Alicia treasure the word of God. You know, tragedy, it has a way of eliminating the superfluous. You're a lot less concerned with bass boats and the idolatry of athletics. When lives are on the line. And this family loves the Lord. And they fought for their baby girl. And they got those perfect feet because they love the commands of God. In the fourth slide, we see Mario and Alicia with her in the ICU. In fact, we're going to see many families with her in the ICU. They were undeterred at the problems that they faced because they had already overcome so many. I ask those of you that the devil is tempting today, those of you that are hearing that assault on God's character, that great question, why would he allow this to happen? Today is not a day to answer those questions. But it is a day to trust in God's character. He has brought you this far. And every breath that you have is a gift from him. Let, let not the creature that his hands have made insult the hands that made him. God is good. He is loving. Everything that he does is just and right. In the fifth slide, notice what they're doing. 
They're reading the story of Noah. And Ellie is watching. Psalm 119, verse 37 says this. Turn my eyes away from worthless things. Preserve my life according to your word. Fulfill your promise to your servant so that you may be feared. Take away the disgrace I dread for your laws are good. How I long for your precepts. Preserve my life in your righteousness. The word of God saved her life. The medical community did their very best. But by their own admission, there was nothing left for them to do. We were given some two hours that she would live. What do you do in those situations? Look what Elisha did in the next slide. She faced the fact that what they said is true. And she reasoned that God was able to promise what he has performed. Do you know what that's called, saints? That's faith. The same way that we must face the fact that her body lies in a coffin today. But reason in our hearts that God is able to raise her from that coffin, that this is not the end of her life on the earth. In these next several slides, as we go through them, you see that she is a happy baby. You see that the baby who was supposed to be born with smooth brain syndrome, incapable of thought, actually enjoyed... Thoughts, they were humorous. I listened to her talk in the car. Watched her eyes follow her parents around the room. Let's take the next slide. As relatives came to visit her, she responded. She enjoyed being loved. She loved her sisters. And she had a bunch of them. Here you see the entire family gathered around her. This is such an interesting moment in their lives because we've been told at this point that they're going to have to draw their care to a close and we cannot stay in the ICU. They weren't being ugly. They were being realistic. In fact, in this next slide, you can see how serious things are. When there are these kind of hoses sticking out of your baby, you can tell she's very sick. The ICU nurses that cared for her began to care for her more than just a patient. You're going to see that in a minute. She was very sick, and yet Psalm 119 says this, I have suffered much. Preserve my life, O Lord, according to your word. Accept, O Lord, the willing praise of my mouth and teach me your laws. Though I constantly take my life in my hands, I will not forget your laws. The charge that Satan made against Job in the book of Job was that he only served God to get things. The charge was, if you touch his life and the lives of those around him, he will not serve you. Mario and Alicia proved that was not true. They proved that they would serve him even if they faced difficulties. So they called for the elders in the church. There are seven people praying for her. Six elders and one father. 
Can I tell you that the Father is the powerhouse of the spiritual world? A praying father, a praying husband is worth any 10 pastors on TV. Might be worth a thousand pastors on TV. As men, we are the heads of our home, spiritually speaking. Mario fought for his house. He stood and he faced death in the eye and he fought for his house. In this next video, you'll hear him praying when they told us within the next two hours, your daughter will die. God, we thank you for this opportunity to glorify your name, Father God. Amen. Lord God, we cast our trust on you, Jesus. Yes. We thank you for bringing us this far, Father God, and continue to bring us the rest of the way. Yes, Jesus. Mighty God, we eagerly yes, await Jesus. what you are doing in her life, Father God. Yes, Jesus. We are full of joy and excitement to see your yes. mighty right hand work. Mighty God, we just love you. We praise you, Father, for this opportunity. Amen. Thank you for giving us peace and joy in this difficult time, Father God. Yes, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We say, let life prevail. Now, in the name of Jesus, we rebuke you, infirmity. You will not stand in the presence of the sons of God. We take this baby from you. In the name of Jesus, our loving Father, heal us. In the name of Jesus, Lord, you said, ask of anything of you. To ask the Father in your name. And so we ask by the character, the power, the authority of the Christ, which he's invested in us. We say in the name of Jesus, be healed. Be healed. Heart be formed in the name of Jesus. Mind be formed in the name of Jesus. Life prevail in the name of Yes, yes. Holy Spirit move through her Yes. Put on your hands, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Lord God, let her be a testimony for the nations to put their hope in you. Mighty God. <laughs> Stretch out. Stretch out, mighty one. Stretch out, mighty one, in the glory of the Lord. The truth is, from that moment, she began getting better every few hours. I have personally told her story in more than 20 nations, and I've watched mothers and fathers take courage everywhere in what they've heard. When you consider what you see here, think on the words of James. Is any of you sick? He should call the elders of the church to pray for him and anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise him up. He goes on to say the prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. It is not as if God's word has failed. He gave us two and a half years when we were supposed to get less than two and a half hours. That is the mercy of our God. It is the grace of our God. It is the goodness of our God. So much so that when it comes time for them to go home, the hospital staff in these next few slides come out. This is a nurse after we've prayed for her, after the baby is supposed to have already expired. The next one, another nurse. The next one. They, they came to our church services to see what was going on here. Don't tell me Ellie's life didn't matter. I mean, people that work in ICU services, ICU staff, 
They don't get so attached to children that they can follow their parents to their church services normally. But this happened because of the goodness of God in her life. That's worth celebrating. Let's advance. This is Ellie at home. You know, many times when someone is in trouble, they pray. If they're in jail, Lord God, get me out of this jail and I'll do anything. But the moment that the pressure is over, so is their relationship with the Lord. Their relationship didn't wane as she got better. Their relationship pressed further into the presence of God. Let's take the, each one of the children praying for her at home. <laughs> Look at this. It doesn't stop. <laughs> when we are here, you need to think of this. Not every day is doom and gloom. Not every day is difficult, even though there are difficulties in every day. The Clements began to see life in their struggle, and Eliana began to thrive. <laughs> in fact, let's pause on this one for just a minute. When I saw this picture, I couldn't help but think of Psalm 37. The wicked plot against the righteous and gnash their teeth at them. But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he knows their day is coming. Little Eliana, she could laugh at the trouble ahead of her. Do you know why? She was loved by her parents. She was loved by her siblings. She was loved by the family of God at large. You know what? When you know how much your father loves you, your heavenly father, when you are right in the body of Christ, when you're right with your fellow man, you can laugh at the wickedness in the day that is facing you. We are not overcome. It's way more than we're not overcome. We are the ones that are overcoming. This beautiful baby, she didn't just laugh at the enemy. Look at our next slide. This is her at a year old. Now think on that for a second. We had in the Houston Medical Center, which is one of the finest in the entire world, not one or two doctors, an entire board of doctors sitting in a room to explain to us this was not possible. They were very kind. And they were operating within their knowledge. And we understand it. But they wondered if Mario and Alicia were in... I don't know, denial? Because they simply would not fall apart and act as if there was no hope. That began to win people over. The next one is her second birthday. By the way, I hope all of your birthdays are in a church. Hers were. You know... It's an amazing thing when you feel like God has given you life. You want to give him your life. Where did your breath come from? And what do you owe the one that gave it to you? If you have lived your entire life as you wish your life to be, then make no mistake about it. You are the Lord of your life. The heart of the Christian faith, the truth of man's relationship with God, is when we are the lords of our own life, it brings death and defeat. When we give our lives to Him, 
not at an altar in a second, but over a lifetime with every choice. He leads us into more and more abundant life. My prayer for you today is that you find what Mario and Alicia already have, a victorious, overcoming, extraordinary faith. That doesn't mean that they don't hurt. We cry together. We lost our children together this week. Not, not only are we not crushed, we're not abandoned. Our king is with us, and we can feel that. We got birthdays. Psalm 103 says it this way. Praise the Lord, O my soul, all my inmost being. Praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not one of his benefits. When you weren't promised a birthday and you get birthdays, man, that makes your soul rejoice. Eliana was a source of rejoicing, not a source of mourning. Celebrating her life is honoring the kind of life she lives. She faced difficulty every day, but she caused us to smile. She didn't just get birthdays, she got holidays. She got Christmas. Next, she got... Fourth of July, <laughs> even a Thanksgiving, how fitting. Let's, let's pause on the topic of Thanksgiving for just a minute. How many things has God given us every day that we fail to thank him for? And then we have the audacity when we face trial and tribulation to say, why did you do this to me? How could you let this happen? Friends, it is not only the height of hubris, it is also... Sin, extraordinary sin, hatred for God, no matter how we disguise it. This is why, as a body of Christ, we join arms together and we say, we choose to thank God for the life that we've been given, not blame Him for the brevity of the life we've just experienced. The truth is, Ellie is going to live forever. She's never been more alive than she is right now. She's going to live as long as God does. And some of us in this room are going to live with her. Heaven has not guaranteed you. The resurrection of the dead has not guaranteed you. You may not live your life any way that you choose and then expect to take part in the life to come and the world to come. We hire people to lie at funerals and tell us everyone rejoice we're going to see her again not everyone in this room will see her again some of you are definitely not going to without repentance but the good news is with repentance everyone in the room can the good news of Christ our savior is that he is the power of god to break sin to raise us from the dead and to join us in a heavenly matrimony with God Almighty forever and ever. That is the hope of humanity. We won't twist it into something that it's not. This little girl's life is proof of what it is. When you consider Psalm 23, which is most people's favorite song, perhaps this is the appropriate setting for these words. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, 
I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. My prayer is that you can feel the comfort of the Lord today. And if you can't, it's because you don't belong to Him. You can remedy that. This might be the only time this year, might be the only time in this life, you're faced with the truth of our mortality. Despite all man's medical advancements, 100% of the people in this room will die. We have an appointment with a casket, all of us. This makes you face that. It makes you think about that. There are none worse than the toughest guys. The toughest men that you know do not like to visit other men in the hospital because it reminds them of their frailty. Make no mistake about it. You have an appointment with death. This is but a taste of it. Wouldn't it be an amazing, wonderful, beautiful gift if you knew that when you faced death, you had power over it? To have confidence that his rod and his staff were comforting you. Let us look at these next couple slides thinking on her life. She got to go to New York City. Is that extraordinary? She got to go to Washington, D.C. This is, we're going to pause here, this is her in Destin. She traveled more in her two and a half years than Mario had traveled in his entire life prior to this. That's pretty good for somebody's not supposed to make it a week out of the hospital. How can we not feel blessed? We must feel blessed because Eliana's life was a blessed life. And that's the right way to celebrate it is as a blessed life. I want to show you why in this last picture. That is Mario and Alicia's wedding ring around Ellie's foot. It turns out that our relationship with the Lord is a covenant relationship. Do you treat the Lord of glory like you would want to be treated as a spouse? Or do you at best treat him as a girlfriend? Put on some nice clothes and pick him up every now and then, but then do whatever you want in between visits? Do you go to sleep at night thinking about him and wake up in the morning wanting to please him? Mario and Alicia are in covenant with Almighty God as surely as they're in covenant with each other. And they honor both covenants. Do you know what that means? They get the benefits of those covenants in their children. Their children love the Lord, have been healed by the Lord, and celebrate blessed lives because of the Lord. Because they stand in a heavenly covenant, they honor their earthly covenant, and they can depend on both. Could you honestly describe your relationship with the Lord in covenant terms? Because Ellie's life is the benefit of a covenant. And we know that she stands in the presence of God because of that same covenant. That can't be said of every person. That can't even be said of every person in this room. That is so difficult. Because my hope the hope of those who are in love with the Lord is that we see her resurrected standing upon the earth. I truthfully don't know how you would face a day like today without that hope. 
and I want you to have it. What I want is not enough. The gospel actually comes down to what you want. And every man does exactly what he wants to do. Now would be a good time for you to reflect on that little picture of that foot with that covenant ring. Say, is God's covenant wrapped around your life like that ring is around that baby's foot? Because there is a day coming when you will face death. And in that time, it is too late. Ephesians, the third chapter, says something extraordinary. And then we're going to begin to have testimony time in this room. Ephesians 3.12 says, In Him and through faith in Him, we may approach God with freedom and confidence. Freedom and confidence are supposed to mark the Christian life. Do you feel free in His presence? Do you have confidence that he approves of you and you of him. Oh, my goodness. I ask you, therefore, not to be discouraged because of my sufferings for you, which are for your glory. For this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom his whole family in heaven and on earth derives its name. Ellie is a part of the family that is in the heavens. We will be reunited with that family. I pray that out of His glorious riches He may strengthen you with power through His Spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and how high and deep is the love of Christ. To know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Listen to this next part. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we could ask or imagine according to his power which is at work within us. Oh, he did immeasurably more than we could have asked or imagined in Ellie's life. He continues to do immeasurably more than we could ask or imagine. That's why the verse closes with to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations. Throughout all generations. Ellie has done her job in her generation. Now it remains your turn to do your job in this generation. If you have a testimony that you would like to share, if there's an encouraging memory that you would like to speak, we have about 15 minutes that we can do that before we uh, eat lunch and then go to the grave. And I know that the Clement family has touched every life in life-changing ministries. And I know much of the extended family that is here today. And I've seen the way that you have driven and visited. I've seen the way that you have fought to fight the good fight. Is there something that you'd like to share with everyone? Is there someone in the room that wants to share a memory? Come here, beautiful. She doesn't run from me anymore. (laughs) Give us a memory. Ellie is the cutest baby I know. The most thing I like about her is when we always try to kiss her and she would punch us in the face already. (laughs) If you missed that, Ellie was the cutest baby in the world and the thing that Annie loves the most about her is when she got punched in the face by her. 
Now, come on. Is that a great memory? Who else has one that you'd like to share? You don't have to be shy. We're a family. Um, I just, I've shared this with Alicia and I say it again, how much of a foundation of faith that y'all have been. And my greatest memory is in the moment when I was fighting my thoughts and my fear and Alicia, you said something to me and you didn't know in the moment what you were saying to punch that fear in the face in my life with fighting for Shiloh. And you said, you know, I don't see Ellie running and playing, but I see her looking at me and smiling and i thankful for everything that she's doing and in that moment the lord said are you thankful like she's thankful and her life was a testimony to me and you set a foundation for us to look at fear for mario for us to walk through things and know that i can fight and i can do this because look at this little girl and look what this family does and if they can do it i can do it and i thank y'all so much just for your courage and your strength and for your vulnerability and for how you've raised your other girls and how you raised and love Eliana. It gave us courage. It gave us the ability to be able to fight also. And I thank you. And you are such a blessing to us. Oh, man. Come see us, Miss Joy. You know, we love you guys. Um, it's super hard, but we are joyful today because of the hope that she's showing as a testimony in her life. And we're going to tell the whole world about it and about how amazing this testimony is. Um, one of my favorite memories is even before Ellie was born, she was in Alicia's belly. And it was about the same time I was pregnant. And um, I just wanted to make it you know, apparent to everybody. I was the only one who got to touch her belly and she did not <laughs> slap, so. Um, but Ellie has, has been such a miracle and a hope to everybody. Um, my favorite memory is how she would just punch us in the chin every time we tried to kiss her or love on her. And I am just blessed to know you guys and to know this wonderful life, to get to hold her, to love on her, to watch her, um, to watch her fight to live and to be a part of the kingdom, um, to see the encouragement that she has made on all of our lives, for us to pursue the Lord, for us to reach out to him whenever we're um, in need of him. Um, this is not the end. Um, I just wanted to share that with you guys, and I love you so much. Brothers, we do not want you to be ignorant about those who fall asleep or to grieve like the rest of men who have no hope. We believe that Jesus died and rose again, and so we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in him. A famous preacher wrote his epitaph before he died. He said, someday you will read in the papers that D.L. Moody of East Norfield is dead. Don't you believe a word of it? 
At that moment, I shall be more alive than I am now. I shall have gone up higher. That is all. Out of this old clay tenement and into a house that is immortal, a body that death cannot touch, that sin cannot taint, a body fashioned like unto his glorious body. The same is true of our beloved Delhi. And the same can be true of every man who puts his hope in Christ Jesus this day. Can we have the pallbearers come forward and also the parents? Our brothers from Sugarland Mortuary, it would be appropriate at this time to close the casket. Father, thank you for this godly family. Thank you for the love that they showered upon this child who now is in your arms. Lord, we pray that your spirit would move through this family, that every one of them, not one left behind, would be joined in your presence. Lord, we intercede on their behalf during this difficult time. Lord, we say, grant them repentance unto life that they might spend an eternity with precious little Eliana. We thank you, and as we close this casket, our hope is not closed. It is sealed and firm in the heavens. Amen. Saints, at this time, we're going to ask that you stand in your place where you're at, that you rise to your feet in honor of the fact that this little girl is going to rise from the dead. And we will be on our feet as her casket leaves this building. Paul Bears, you may step forward. Merciful Father, Lord, we weep in the face of death, but we also smile in that we know this is not the end. We thank you for the time that you have given us with our precious loved ones. 
Lord, it feels as if it is not enough, and yet gratitude has so swelled in our hearts that we can say nothing except you are good in all that you do, righteous in all of your ways. Our hearts cry out to you. Our hope is placed in you. God of all comfort, that you would comfort these families in this room in the face of our loss. We thank you, mighty God, that this is not the end. In the name of Jesus, we pray.